It's 2022, so let's start the new year with a bang. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. And you can try it for free by using the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That tastes good. Holla. What's up, RJ Hinners? How are you? Jumped in my car around, um, I don't know, what time did I leave? 9, 10 o'clock at night. Got here around midnight or so. Slept a few hours. I got to hand in some, uh, some COVID tests to my kids' skills, and then uh, head back to the beach. And then I guess what's going to happen is they're going to test, you know, obviously get the results of all the tests of the children. And then I think they're going to make a determination if they're going to stay online for a little longer. I personally think it's not going to hurt anybody in our world. I'm just talking about my world. Every school is different. Every community is different. Every city is different. Every town is different. Do you get it? Um, but in our little school community, um, it's, uh, you know, we're blessed and it's no big whoop if your kids stay online a little bit because you got all the all the help you need. So with that said, I think it would be just smart for our little school community to do another week or two. But whatever. If they're going to come back on Monday, we'll... Uh, We'll uh, try to make sure our kids are as safe as possible. Opie, did you get the Rona? I don't know yet. I don't know. Listen to the latest episode of the Opie Radio Podcast. A little clickbait. It says, I'm in quarantine. I've been avoiding my family for the last, uh, uh, what am I, up to three days? That is a normal clearing of the throat. (laughs) you got to explain all this. Especially if you're in public, you've got to explain all this. No, that's just a normal uh, clearing of the throat. Oh, I got allergies. You know, you guys have done the same. I feel totally fine. I've taken um, an at-home test uh, two days ago. That came back negative. I'm going to take another test today. Yeah, basically, uh, the one little chance I took... After not going down to Philly for, for Christmas Eve, after not going to my brother's on Christmas Day because there was uh, COVID all over the place, I wasn't even thinking I was taking a chance, to be honest with you. I, uh, I said, you know what? I need a podcast. I'll go see Chris. I'll drive an hour or so and go see Chris. He's in like the, where is he? In the Southampton area. We'll jump on a boat. We'll go see some seals. It'll be a great uh, way to start the year. As far as the Opie Radio podcast goes, we did a wonderful, wonderful podcast. My goodness. The reviews are in. They're just absolutely fabulous. And then when you know it, a couple days after we recorded that damn thing, Chris goes, hey, I tested positive. I'm like, are you serious? And he's a guy that takes things very, very seriously. He's a guy that lives in an area that he's not running into a whole bunch of people, but that's how contagious this uh, latest variant is. And then uh, he wrote me yesterday because he tested positive with the uh, at-home test. 
I think the at-home tests are very, very accurate, but the problem is uh, a lot of people, they're not medical professionals. And I think that's where the problems are occurring with the at-home test, but I don't know, I'm not an expert. I remember when you, when, when you could just give your two cents on things. So, uh, Chris, the test is positive, uh, but I'm gonna take a PCR test, or is it a PVR, or is it a PBR, or, PBR is the beer, right? Yeah. He took the P test. No, not the P test. Can't say it that way either. What is it? A P, a PCR test. That's right. And his PCR test came back yesterday. Thank you, Robert. Sorry to hear this. I'm a Karen? Um, or is there another Karen in the room? Oh, is it our, our uh, Facebook group Karen? Is she all right? Now I need to know. What's the gossip? But Chris's PCR uh, test came back positive too. So I'm like, how, how do I not have this thing? Uh, it's so weird too, because I remember I was in San Francisco and I found out my, uh, my wife was pregnant and you know, with the little uh, home pregnancy test. And I think now we're all, <laughs> we're all doing that with our home tests. <laughs> Where you hold up the results for the family, but in this case, negative is the way to go. That's how I felt like I was I was presenting a pregnancy test. Oh, uh, we're not pregnant. Are you invested in stocks? I'm a dummy. I used to make uh, stupid money, and uh, the people around me really, really encouraged me to uh, get into the market. And I said, no, you know, I want to see a big number in my bank account because when I was growing up, I was very, very poor and didn't have much money in my bank account. So I need for security purposes to have a giant bank account with a lot of money in it. Oh my God, did I miss out? But yeah, I got stocks. I just got in uh, way later than I should have. I wouldn't be begging for stars if I got in early. Which to buy stock-wise? Oh God, I don't know. I got a brother that, that's his whole job, he day trades. He used to work on uh, on Wall Street and now his legit job is he stays home and he, uh, he day trades. But he's, he's incredibly, incredibly knowledgeable from all his years down on Wall Street. Oh, thank you, Andy Vollen. I'll be honest, man. I. I really thought that one would do really, really well. I ran into some some peculiar gentlemen. That video is uh, a little old. It was when I was working at Series XM. And I ran into these peculiar gentlemen. It's on my Instagram right now, OP Radio. I think it's labeled Mr. Hot Dog. Yes, Andy Vollin. And you like that one. Thank you. I think that one is awesome. And it did just okay. The coffee's done. All right, listen. I'm coming back, actually. I just need to get a cup of coffee and water my uh, tomato plants. I'm attempting to uh, grow tomatoes in the winter in a New York City apartment. And uh, we left, I don't know, like 10 days ago, I think. We're always leaving this place. Maybe we should just sell it. And they're doing pretty fucking good, my plants. I'm curious if I, I could actually get tomatoes out of my tomato plants, growing them in the middle of winter in a New York City apartment. But when the sun comes through these windows, 
even in the in the winter, it's like a it's like a greenhouse effect. So, all right, let me get a cup of coffee. It's a big apartment, so it might take a while. The coffee maker's all the way on the other side. I'll be right back. Good day, sunshine. My name is Mitsuki Kato. Mitsuki Kato. Your your name's Hot Dog. Kato. Michi Hot Dog. He's <laughs> Mitsuki Kato. What's your first name, Mr. Hot Dog? Uh, uh, Kato. Ka ka. Kato. His name is Michiyuki Kato. Kato. Michiyuki Kato. Ka-ka. Oh no, I got the hot dog part. What's your first name? <laughs> Kato. Kato, okay. Kato, okay. Hot, hot dog, okay? I like a hot dog. <laughs> oh, your shoes look really uncomfortable. Look at this. Why do you have shoes like that? Geta. What? Geta. 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 Gaydar. Gaydar. Oh, Gaydar. 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 Oh, wear shoes like that. Gaydar. My name is Shinosuke Tatsumi. What's that mean? Tatsumi. Tatsumi? Yeah. My name is Shinosuke Tatsumi. Well, it looks like someone listened to you and they tattooed you. Tattoo me. So you, your okay, name is Tattoo okay, me, okay. and they tattooed okay. you. I got it. Mr. Hot Dog, it's a pleasure meeting you. Mr. Tattoo me, it's a pleasure. Well, whoa, hey, hey, I don't go that way. Okay, enjoy New York. God damn, man, I wasn't gonna set this up today because I thought the sunrise was gonna be a bust. Because when I first got up around 5:30, it looked like it was a very, very cloudy day. That's gorgeous right there, man. Look at that. I think sunrises and sunsets, people have made fun of me over the years, but I think it just simply brings me back to, to my childhood, some of the happier times of my childhood, which were uh, uh, hanging out in Wading River with my, uh, my family and my cousins and my, uh, my uncles and my aunts and my grandma's uh, little, little Long Island Sound beach house. And we'd always stop what we were doing at the end of the day and a whole group of us would, you know, walk out onto the beach and check out the um, the sun setting over the the Long Island Sound. And I think that's why to this day I love, love, love seeing sunrises and sunsets. If you need to know, coffee's all right, but man, you know, we left ten days ago, and I feel like uh, our our apartment looks like uh, one of those uh, apartments. In Chernobyl, after their little issue, like Christmas is all set up. <laughs> the, the kids, they took some of their uh, stuff uh, to the beach, but they left a lot of their stuff behind because we couldn't pack it all in the car. So there's presents opened all over the place. My tree is so dry. I touched it and half the needles fell off. It's still set up. I opened the fridge to look for some creamer for my coffee and... And the Chinese food was a smelling. So now I gotta empty the fridge. And who knows, I, I, I'm hoping we're back. They're trying to reopen the schools Monday. I'm hoping that's the case, but we'll see. I'm gonna hand in their, uh, their COVID test today. They needed them today. I, I would assume they're just gonna see what the numbers are after um, they look at everyone's tests that are being handed in today. And then they'll make a decision whether they stay online or not for a little, a little longer. But in the dead of winter like this, 
If you can wake up and do school in your pajamas for a little while, while your parents are making you a nice hot breakfast, it's not the worst thing in the world, knowing that this will be very, very temporary, so. Oh, Andy Vaughn, I couldn't agree more. New mayor, same as the old mayor. Oh my God, they're all the same. They just go, okay, so here's the suit I wear. Oh, thank you, I'll put the suit on, and now I'm the guy. Now I'm the guy that's gonna make believe that there's gonna be massive changes in New York City. I'm now that guy. I just don't know why so many people still believe. And I love to be an optimist in general, but when it comes to politics, hell no. A hell no. Check out chicken soup for the soul. Good stuff. That's that's like beginner uh, spirituality. That's beginner uh, soul stuff, Robert. How? No, I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I actually checked out uh, Chicken Soup uh, for the Soul a long time ago. It's very good. It's a good place to start for real. But man, I'm like on uh, level ten. I'm uh, I'm checking out Eckhart Tolle, my friend, and Ramdas. Is that where she got that from uh, for her song, that Lady Gaga? I don't know, but I do the Ram Das, I do the Eckhart Tolle. Opie talking in third person. Yeah, I, I kind of do that from time to time. Is that all right? Is that all right? I'm, I'm looking at you, Stephen Kane. I'm suspicious of you, sir. We'll see which way this goes. Oh, Patrice already did that Gaga bit. No, he did not do the Gaga bit as far as Ron. You know what? We are cutting our losses. Say goodbye to Steven because less of this crap in 2022. Goodbye. I am dealing with that. There are so many uh, people out there. They have chosen uh, fear over love, if you need to know, to continue with the spirituality thing. And they just want to make um, the content provider's life miserable. That would be me. And they want to make uh, everyone's experience that do uh, like these type of things miserable. So in 2022, we're doing way less of that. Patrice did a Lady Gaga bit that's absolutely phenomenal. But uh, I was just making the point that Lady Gaga, that Ramda, la papada, I didn't know what that meant. And now that I'm into the Ramdas, I'm wondering if uh, that's who Lady Gaga is referring to. See, the two things are very different. Oh, then you had a guy. See, now this guy got me going, which I'm going against my thing, but I think this is important to say. I went back and forth with a guy on Twitter. He's trashing Bill Burr because Bill Burr's doing the Patrice O'Neill benefit. And I guess it's a little light on Opie and Anthony people. But the fact is, I think it's the 10th or 11th annual Patrice O'Neill benefit. And uh, basically, this guy's calling out that I wasn't invited and Anthony wasn't invited and Jimmy wasn't invited. I, I don't know if those two, I have no idea what their relationships are with Bill Burr. I have no idea. But I'm here to say that I am invited. I have an open invite. I was told that years ago. So I can literally go to the Patrice O'Neill benefit. I don't think I'm going to because of this whole uh, variant that's uh, happening. But this guy's trying. Uh, there's There's... People out there, they're just fucking miserable. And it's hard to believe that they were ever really uh, Opie and Anthony fans. 
I think they might be like uh, fans that came onto the whole scene uh, much, much later. That's my guess. And they just want to hate on every single thing and just rip down everybody that was associated with the ONA show. And the fact is, Bill Burr is the only person all these years later still trying to do the right thing for Patrice O'Neill's family because Patrice was the meal ticket for a whole bunch of people, including his mother. And I, I think his sister needs, needed the help. Well, especially back in the day, I, I, I've lost touch with uh, Patrice's mom and sister. But, uh, you know, uh, there were a lot of people that counted on Patrice O'Neill. And Patrice leaves us uh, very, very uh, too, too, too soon. And all these years later, Bill Burr is the only one still trying to raise money for Patrice's family. And then he has to deal with these assholes just trying to make something of it and make it about themselves and just trashing Bill for doing the right thing. Trust me, Bill Burr doesn't need the hassle. Bill Burr has given up his time. You, you do understand how famous Bill Burr is, right? This guy, I, I can't even imagine how much money he's making with his stand-up on a, on, a, on a regular night. It's hundreds of thousands of dollars. It has to be. And when he performs at the Patrice O'Neill benefit that he put together, not asking for a dime, he donated his time. He's donating his stand-up. He ain't making nothing. But, he, but he's that type of guy that he feels like he still has to, you know, do the right thing for Patrice O'Neill because he knew Patrice really well and he, would, and he knew and understood what Patrice would want. And then you got these guys, they're just, just terrible people that don't even do any critical thinking like, hmm, Bill Burr, hmm, let's see, if he wasn't doing the Patrice O'Neill benefit, he would probably be... Let's just say going back to Boston, his hometown, and making a quick hundred to two hundred thousand dollars. He can't do that because he's doing the right thing. It's just nonsense. Oh, Greg Buell, he's got to run. Robots are calling. Have a great day, all. Yeah, he works with robots. I've seen a lot of robot videos, but the one that's really, really creeping me—excuse me—the one that's really creeping me out is the robot that uh, plays basketball. Oh my God, that was my sport growing up. And, and him, just him. See, there you go, it's happening. It's aware, it's happening. The robot's aware because I'm, I'm calling it a him. Why not, why not a her? I identify as a robot. But him making shots, him, I said it again. The robot making shots from half court, it's freaking me out. The dribbling's a little lame, let's be honest. But, it, but, it, but it's now dribbling as well. You're wrong. Oh, most ONA fans are still bitter. Is it too much to ask for a decent morning show? I, you know, that's, uh, I, I, yeah, but uh, to just, to just uh, spend the rest of your life just beating the shit out of uh, the guy that gave you so much happiness, I don't respect that, and I think that is just terrible and shows bad character. Most radio shows do not last 20 years. Rachel, I swear to you, I got, uh, what did I get? I got, let's just, you know what? I gotta, I gotta take you off the screen, actually. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> what Rachel is writing there is just a pure joke. It's not based on anything. I have to say that because they get very sensitive with, uh, with the coronavirus information. 
Uh, I made that joke. That's what she's referring to. I'm scared to even say it. And I got an extreme timeout from a social media platform and I fought it. And I said, are you kidding me? You can't tell that was a joke. They thought I was actually giving that out uh, real medical advice. I'm like, you guys are insane. Who in their right mind would think that was like, uh, you know, uh, real medical advice? Like Dr. Fauci's going on all these cable news channels and saying that as something that you really should do to check to see if you have it or not. See, I'm scared. I'm talking around it. But man, I got an extreme timeout for that exact line. <laughs> And I'm here to say once again that uh, that's just a joke and it should be a very obvious joke to all. I'm not going to lie, though, but, you know, being in quarantine, though, you know, I am doing some home testing, Rachel. I am doing some home testing. <laughs> Rachel, Jesus. I think I can read this because it's been a while. Some salty and smoky notes. <laughs> Rachel, you're really funny, man. Rachel's very consistent with her comments all the way up there in Minnesota. Oh, nice little stretch. Oh, that's the first stretch of the day. How good is that? Oh. This guy's asking about Jim and Sam. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care if they resigned. I, I wouldn't care if they got fired. If, if they got fired, let go, I probably would be really happy for a day, but it doesn't define me at all. The word I use with those guys are just complete indifference, and I'm very, very, very glad neither one of those guys are in my life. And that's all I'll say about that. A lot of us, you know, when when someone does you wrong, you really hope for something bad to happen to that person, and that's a normal thing to wish for as a human. But uh, if you really dig deep into yourself and uh, maybe hang out with your true self a little bit, you realize in the end that that don't mean shit. You got to worry about you. That, that's not going to change your life. You got to do you. Have you played with the Oculus yet? Are you kidding me, Chucklin? We're like a year in with the Oculus. Oh, you know, thank you, by the way. I'm, I, I got to go find that thing and bring it back to the, uh, the beach. Um, I love the Oculus. Oh, my God. It's absolutely amazing. Dr. Steve turned me on to one that's called uh, Trip. I think there's like extra P's in it, you know, to, to be a little different. And it's kind of like a meditative meditation type. Um, you can't really call it a game, but what would you call it? I guess a program that you could do on Oculus. I really, really like it. And I make no money by promoting those guys. They did give me a free account to, to try out because they know I'm sort of in that world. And I say sort of because, you know, it's I've let it go a little bit. i got to get back to daily meditations if you need to know the truth. But uh, the trip thing on the Oculus is really, really cool. Oh, I love it. But, yeah, man, I'm, I'm all in uh, with the Oculus. You had that thing on for almost five seconds before you took it off. Why would you take it off? <laughs> It's awesome. There, there was a cartoon game I was playing for a little while. I think it was one of the free demo things that, that you could try. And it was, uh, it was a baseball game, but everything was cartoony. Also, they hand you like, like, a, like a hockey stick. So instead of having a baseball bat, you got a hockey stick. And the dimension, you're, you're at the plate, 
and they're throwing balls at you. And, and if one comes too close, you jump out of the way and the Oculus would fly off my head. I would bang into furniture or something to try to get away, out of the way of the ball. It's that realistic, even though it's cartoony. And what made me just, just amazed, I would look around the stadium that I was in and it felt like you were in a, well, it's a cartoon stadium, but the dimensions uh, are such that it looks so damn real. And you find yourself looking around the whole stadium like, this is crazy. I'm just in my living room, but now I'm in some cartoon stadium. And then you're distracted because they're still pitching the ball and that's why you, you jump out of the way and the Oculus goes flying off your head. Oh, I love the Oculus. Oh, I, I'll give you a little inside scoop. Nothing crazy. So last night, uh, nah, yeah, I can't say that. <laughs> I'm trying some new things in 2022. I can't say what I was about to say. Shit. I'm like, oh, that's right. It's 2022. At the end of 2021, I got a lot of things in because I wanted to like do things a little differently in 2022. So I was a bit more boisterous at the end of 2021 because I wanted to get some last licks in. Just whisper it, Jennifer Ferris. No, I'm, I'm really... <laughs> I was ready to say some really bad shit and I'm like, you know what, dude? I was like, you promised yourself you were trying to do things a little differently in 2022. <laughs> and I was ready to go all in. Thanks for popping in, oh, and feel better, man. No, I feel I feel great. I'm nervous as hell. Every morning I wake up, just like anyone else dealing with this. If you're just tuning in, I, I absolutely was exposed to uh, the coronavirus through my friend Chris, aka Fish Guy Photos. I was exposed when I was doing that episode uh, that's called High Seals. The one person, I swear to you, he's the only person I've had contact with in uh, about three weeks because when the Omicron started popping up, we decided as a family to, you know, pull her back in for a little bit. That's what we decided. Everyone has to make their own decisions, but that's what we decided. So we, uh, we went uh, extra safe again for a little bit. A little bit. And the only person I had contact with, uh, and, and he's been playing very, very safe. Good friend of mine. He tested positive. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And then his PCR test also came back positive, And he told me that yesterday. So I learned, Tom Migos, daylights are getting one minute longer each day. You know that I learned? I always thought that too. But actually, um, somewhere in late December, after the 21st. So after December 21st, I always assumed that daylight... Uh, got one minute longer each day until, you know, you get those ridiculously long days in the middle of summer where we're still on the beach at 8, 8.30 at night, like, like thinking to ourselves, how is this possible? How is this the same life? And then around Thanksgiving, you're quickly trying to get the meal on the table before the sun goes down. And it's like, what, 3.30? Like, this is dumb. Can't we figure this out? But I learned only this year that between December 21st and somewhere around now, I guess, it actually isn't one minute longer each day. It slows down and then it starts picking up speed again. But yeah, man, every day it's definitely getting a little lighter now, which, uh, which I like. You're paranoid. I, I gotta get rid of this guy. Like, what am I, what am I paranoid about, you lunatic? <laughs> Jesus. 
Oh, I'm parent. Oh, I get it. Maybe I shouldn't have blocked that guy. I blocked a YouTuber. He was calling me paranoid, and I, I, I took offense to that. I guess, I guess I'm supposed to be, you know, brave about the pandemic like him. I'm not, I'm not giving you a speech uh, how you're handling it, sir. And there's all sorts of factors that I have that you probably don't have. I'm probably older than you. I live in a giant city where people are on top of each other all the time. So I, I would love to know where you are, how many people you come across every day. Do you have a young family? Because that, that absolutely makes you a little more careful, for sure. That's what I've learned through this whole thing. You know, some of these people that, that don't give two craps about this thing, you know, you dig a little deeper and you realize that they live on a farm in the middle of nowhere. Okay, that's easy. But man, you can't even you can't even go and get milk in New York City without running into a hundred people. So it's absolutely different when you live in a city like this. I just give my what's called two cents. There are a lot of like broadcasters. They really, really want you to think like they think. And if anybody's been paying attention um, to my dumb little career, I never cared if you thought like I did. But I did uh, like the fact that I was able to give my two cents every single day on a radio show. That's the difference. There are a lot of people, man. Tucker Carlson is a good example. He wants you to think exactly how he thinks. It couldn't be more obvious. He has no time for you if you don't agree with every single word he's saying. That's the difference. Getting a little reflection. Let me do this for a minute. Wow, look at that sun coming up. I don't like going too far this way because I don't want to like, I don't want to, you know, get a shot of the neighbors changing. It wouldn't be pretty. Ram da la pa pa da. Billy Joel even just postponed his January show. Yeah, I think it's obvious that it wouldn't be the dumbest thing to just chill out for the next couple weeks. You know, January is just a terrible month. It's before the Super Bowl and it's after all the holidays. It's just a month that just sits there. So why not just take the next couple weeks and take it a little slower knowing that we should be pretty good in, in a few weeks. For real, if you gave me a few bucks, thank you very much. This is... Truly how I make my living now. Uh, now you go uh, direct to consumer to make a few bucks. Most of my career, some dumb company would hire me and uh, then you didn't really have to worry about it. But now it's direct to consumer. That's how this whole thing works. That's why you see all your, all your people out there that you like and follow. They all got Patreons and all this because they're trying to get money directly from you. So my point is, if you gave me a few bucks, it, uh, it doesn't go unnoticed, and I really, really appreciate it. That's all I'm trying to say. You used to have to pay stupid, serious, so much money, and then me and Anthony would just get pennies on the dollar compared to what they were making off our fan base. Let's just put it that way. Oh, my goodness. And then they would nickel and dime us. Oh, God. It's like, really? I know how much money uh, the, you know, you're getting from our fan base. Knock it off. Uh, oh, ooh, look at me feeding my ego with this comment. You're a legend, dude. Well, thank you very much, sir. All right, guys, I'm babbling. Let me see. Oh, my, I could drop these uh, COVID tests off at the school. I could be in my car in 15 minutes and, and get the hell out of this, this stupid city.
Let me do that. Uh, we'll talk soon, guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Goodbye now. And broadcast. All right, so we hit this to end broadcast. But then is it like a couple seconds while the thing turns off? I don't know. Let me just...